0: Welcome back to the Advent Calendar House, the official holiday podcast for people who wish they could be a real wolfman. I'm Mike Westfall, and it only took me recording six of these to figure out my own audio levels. Because I'm so green, it's the color of both my skin and all of my clothes. Joining me today is God's gift to both horror movies and barbecue from the Horror Movie Barbecue. Chad Young is here. Welcome, Chad.
1: Well... I really wish I would have known that you had such a great uh, intro, because then I would have had time to come up with something. But all I can say is, ho, 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 hello. (laughs) Good to have you here, finally.
0: Thank you. How's the Christmas prepping going for you, sir?
1: Christmas prepping is... uh, I'm feeling it. I'm definitely feeling that pre-Christmas hype that we all get into. You know, the stores are putting Christmas stuff out, you know, full-time, um... You know, I, I, Mike, you know I love uh, Halloween, I love Thanksgiving, I love Thanksgiving especially. Mm-hmm. But honestly, there's just something about seeing, you know, so much Christmas, uh, you know, around. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm excited. I'm excited for this Christmas season.
0: Also excited, and today we'll be talking about a bit of a rare Christmas special whose legacy might be tied more to another holiday you just mentioned. This one's called The Gift of Winter, from 1974, it's a Canadian animated special featuring the voices of Gilda Radner and Dan Aykroyd about a year before they'd star in the first season of Saturday Night Live. But even more importantly than that, Chad, the Gift of Winter introduces the characters we know best from its own future sequel, the Halloween special Witches Night Out. Oh, yes. i love
1: that. I'd love that. Um, I kid you not, I actually... The ringtone on my cell phone is the theme to Witch's Night Out. Oh, wow. I am not even joking. That's amazing. uh, You know, and honestly, um, so I, I know you're the host, but I have a question for you. Shoot. So hey, you've you've obviously seen uh Witch's Night Out. Did you see that before this or after?
0: This was one Witch's Night Out is an odd case, because I remember the Disney Channel used to air it for years on Halloween night, right as I would right. be coming home with a bag full of candy to sort. Mm. That was a tradition every year. It just it was on right about the time I would get home, and then I would sit with my bag of candy and just kinda look at my haul as this was watched, and then Right after where the Halloween that almost wasn't with Judd Hirsch's Dracula would come on and it it was a good night. And then Witch's Night Out sort of just dropped off the face of the earth at some point in the 90s. Uh And then I sort of rediscovered it in 2000 when our internet pal Matt from Dinosaur Dracula wrote about it on his old site X Entertainment. Uh So that brought it back to my consciousness. And then with the YouTube era, I've been able to watch it again every year. Not always legally, but it's out there now on, I believe, Shout Factory TV to watch to your small and tender heart's content. And Mm -hmm. so is this special, The Gift of Winter, which I discovered, oh, maybe only five years ago. So that was, yeah, that was 2012, almost four years after it was made. I don't even remember how it came up, but it came up that this existed. Mm -hmm. And so, and right out of the gate, you mentioned to me, um, Right after I told you this existed, you said it, it was hard for you to imagine a special with lower animation quality than Witch's <laughs> Night Out. But here we are.
1: Really? Yeah. No. And you know what's funny is I we, I got to give another shout out because I never saw um, Witch's Night Out until this year, believe it or not. Wow, really? Yeah. Uh, our friend Sammy Hain, he actually sent me a copy of uh, The Worst Witch. Or, no, gosh, not The Worst Witch the last Halloween okay. that he had recorded in like 91. And uh, before I get to, you know, I'm, I'm zooming through the tape and all of a sudden I find Witch's night out and I kind of stop. I had seen it on like, um, you know, a V a DVD collection. I think it like the, or the, or VHS or something at the goodwill. And I was like, Oh, okay, that looks cool. And then I'm sitting down to watch it. I'm like, this is, you know, pretty cool. It's pretty excellent. Yes. And a killer theme song, like I said. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's
0: already a ringtone.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> but one of
0: the biggest things that stood out about Witch's Night Out, and it's also a thing here, is how the main cast of characters are each painted one color and one color only. Mm-hmm. It's very 70s. The style reminds me of, like, Schoolhouse Rock or those time-for-timer PSAs, like, hankering for a hunk of cheese. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of.
1: I can definitely see that. And uh, I kind of dig that, you know, as as low budget as this was, I kind of dig the, hey, you know, we can't really afford a lot of character designs. (laughs) So let's just paint them one color.
0: Hey, all right. Yeah, fine. But it comes off very stylized. And I feel like I've seen a whole bunch of other things from that time period in the same sort of style. So it works. But this one, The Gift of Winter, reminds me more of South Park. Did you get that vibe, too?
1: I kid you not. I have a I have a note, a uh, little notepad written down with all my thoughts on this um, on this short. That's the first thing I said uh, in my notes is it's so crude that it looks like that um, like that South Park um, Christmas special that they did before they hit uh, Comedy Central. Yes. The Spirit
0: of Christmas one. That's what I was going to ask you. Did you ever see the Spirit of Christmas with Evil Frosty? That is exactly what this reminded me of.
1: Exactly what it reminds me of. And, you know, being a big fan of animation, uh, you know, Canadian animation isn't exactly the, you know, top highest rated animation <laughs> in the world. And that's no offense to any of my friends up in Canada. No, they
0: put out some good stuff, too. But I definitely know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it's certainly not like Fantastic Planet, or it, it's more along the lines of, like you said, a South Park. <laughs> yeah,
0: And it could be that that small in his trapper hat is a dead ringer for Kyle, but as crude as Witch's Night Out was, this is way cruder. Yeah. And you can still see the pencil sketch lines and everything.
1: Now, do you think that that kind of adds to its, you know, uniqueness?
0: I do. It has a certain charm to it. And the the uh-huh. kind of broken animation there is kind of like something you'd see on that. I think it was called the What a Cartoon Show on Cartoon Network when that was first a yes. thing. So uh-huh. it was a lot like that. It, it was just kind of a testing ground. It feels like a college project for people who went on to be much more successful than this would make have you <laughs> believe. But yeah, and they probably are. You have you have people like Gilda Radner who became a superstar on on SNL, and Dan Aykroyd's uh-huh. here
1: wait who dan Ackroyd? who is he (laughs) (laughs) no um you know and you can definitely tell that um you know they're they're getting comfortable with their voices you know they're kind of getting comfortable with you know acting i i don't is this was this gilda or dan's first because i i tell you i know i had a vhs tape years and years ago called bc rock and i feel like they were in that or it was some other <clears throat> uh, adult animated oh. uh, feature that they were a part of. Yeah. Oh, I'm not familiar with that. I, but I, I know that they kind of started doing some more animation and voice acting. Once they did, I think second city. Yeah. I could please. Yeah. And okay. Was good, a,
0: good. Good. That might've been around this time. Sure. Um, or maybe just right after it could be in between that and SNL, but yeah, so a Gilder Radner voiceover sets up the story of how long ago there was no such thing as snow when winter was just cold, dark, and terrible.
1: Long, long ago, the world didn't have any snow. No snow. Oh boy. Oh, oh. That would... no, yeah. snow. no snow. The people were very unhappy in the wintertime. There was no such thing as skimming fast down a hill on a toboggan. Nobody knew what a snowman was. No one had ever seen a snowball. You'd look stupid if
0: you tried to catch a snowflake on your tongue. No one had ever heard
1: of snowflakes. Winter was a time of wind, darkness, and cold. But no snow. I hate winter!
0: Chad, you live in Rochester, New York. Is that how it is up there when it doesn't snow?
1: Oh, yeah, people really miss the snow up here. Oh, geez. <laughs> Let me tell you, when, when it doesn't snow and it's in the winter or it's in the summer, oh, gee, the first thing we start saying is, oh, boy, we miss snow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Does it ever not snow in winter? Do you, do you have a point in winter where it's just not snowy and, and awful?
1: No, because uh, actually, like, maybe I think it was either last week or the week before we actually got our first snow. Already? Yeah. Oh. I've actually been up here, I kid you not, um, I feel like it was either, like, May or June, and it was it, we got a little snow. Like, May I, I it, it amazes uh-huh. me. Yep. Yeah, I, no, kid you not. It was just, like, a little dusting, but still, I think that was the first summer I had ever spent up here. But I was still like, what, what, uh, what? Hey, what are, what? No. no,
0: that's <laughs> not, oh, man. I don't miss snow at all really no my first grown-up job uh was at the news radio station in philadelphia and as part of that job it was that that was the radio station everyone would listen to for their school closings in the winter time when it snowed so if it snowed you were listening to that news radio station so i was the guy taking all the calls from superintendents and principals closing their schools so i never got a snow day as a grown-up i had to go to the Speedline train station and take the train into Philly. And then when I got back to my car at 11 the following morning, my car would be the only one in an otherwise plowed parking lot and there would just be a mountain of snow that the plows piled up on the car. So it would take a good 90 minutes for me just to dig the car out of the big snow pile and then I would dig enough just to get into one door and then i would go in put the keys in the car and just like start heating up the car so it would like just crank up the heat until i was able to get in there after i cleared the rest of the snow off the top of the car so i don't miss any of that no i will take a hundred hurricane days over one snow day yikes i uh wow
1: (laughs) that i tell you Ooh, yeah, no, I probably would rather have, you know, no thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do have had, I, I mean, I have gotten very lucky when it comes to hurricanes down here. I haven't gotten a lot of them. The ones we have been through Irma right now, my house was thankfully almost untouched, so.
1: Oh, thank goodness. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I I lucked out as far as that goes, so maybe I shouldn't go right and say that because next year come coming right for us. Yeah. And I do have happy memories of snow as a kid. We th- I remember we used to, uh, if it was going to snow or have freezing rain or something the night before, we would uh, take a bucket of water out and just splash it on a bit of the sidewalk uh, to the bus stop the next morning. And then mm-hmm. the school's closed, but we can go out to the bus stop and just go human bowling.
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: And sledding was fun. I skied once, and that was not for me. Yeah, that just looks too
1: like too much
0: work for me. I don't have that kind of coordination. Mm-hmm. I could snowboard better than I could ski, but
1: I, don't know. I you know, me and my friend, or um, he had a snowboard and um, he had a very steep hill in his backyard, and instead of snowboarding. It, we would just kind of get on that and just sled down. There so we would kind of use it as a makeshift sled. And I was like, I kind of like this, but I'm not killing myself. So, you know, that's good. Perfect. <laughs> so here's my question. Do you, I, you have children, right? I have three children. Okay. So here's my question. Do they have, like, memories of snowy weather? Or did you guys move before they were born? I moved to Florida before I was even married. So
0: they are born and raised here. My oldest is seven. My youngest is three. Uh None of them have seen snow (sighs) yet. Yet. We're talking about maybe next Uh Christmas going up there and uh, seeing my parents for Christmas. Oh, yay! maybe it is. I don't know. Philly's kind of in that. It's just South enough where Uh they don't start seeing really heavy snow until maybe January, at least in my experience. Uh, I mean, give or take a year. Right. No, I think my oldest daughter has seen a bit of flurries when she was a year old. That was the last time she was up there mm-hmm. in the winter, but my younger two have never seen real snow. Now they do the fake snow down here. Oh when, yeah. It's like made of soap and stuff. When we'll go to Disney world or sure. A town nearby called celebration, which was started by Disney and then they backed off and now it's, They're running it on their own, but they do Mm -hmm. an annual snowfall every night with that soapy stuff and they just play in it and get gross, but it's cool for them. Sure. They, they, they don't know. I mean, you know, they have no idea. Yeah. And I tell them every time they go and play and then I'm like, you have no idea (laughs) you're in your shorts, you're in your shorts and sneakers, just making little snow angels. You don't know. It'll be, I mean, tomorrow it's going to be like 50 degrees or something. And they'll go outside and they'll ask for jackets because that's, no, they can't handle it. (laughs) Oh, dear. Yeah. One day we will show you, children. I do remember when when my oldest was one and we were up there for Christmas that year and we went to Sesame Place and it was so cold and my one-year-old was just screaming because she couldn't, she didn't know, she couldn't process this new feeling.
1: Right. I can't imagine, and you know, this is maybe just... You know, me being, you know, I I lived in Maryland until I was 28. Okay. And for me, you know, like I kid you not, two inches. I lived in a like small farm corn town. Okay. So if like, you know, two inches of snow hit, uh, we're locking the town up. You get (laughs) off for the entire week. And, you know, all of a sudden, just me and my friends, there was a gigantic ill you know in the front of the neighborhood and we would all just like go up there and like take turns like you know going down it you know i pull your gi joes out and you know make a bunch of forts in the back yes. oh i mean for me that was like winter that was january to me yeah so for me i, I it just it, 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 it boggles my mind that you know some kids have never had a you know they've never had a snow day they never had a um you know, they never had a day where they're, you know, just uh, laying in the snow, making snow angels looking up and they see a gray sky, it, it, you know, going indoors and having a giant bowl of tomato soup and watching, you know, <laughs> cartoons. I mean, that, that that's just to me, that's just in the same. So, I mean, I hope those kids. I hope that you guys get to, you know, do a Christmas, you know, up here. And it's, you know, and they get to experience that somehow, somewhat. Yes,
0: we will eventually. And maybe not every year, but maybe every couple of years we'll sure. head up that way. Uh, and and that's starting to seem more like a reality now. So I hope that happens soon. Yeah. Back to the special. We have our <laughs> our main cast that we all know from Witches Night Out. We, ha- we have a small and tender, the young innocent children. We have their... Crazy babysitter, hippie sort of babysitter bazoie, who has a different <laughs> kind of voice in this one. He he introduces himself and it's more of a I'm Bazooie you and he starts scatting off there. And <laughs> I'm like, you are not Bazoie. What have you done with Bazoie?
1: I'm Buzooie, <laughs> I Bazoie is like my favorite character in the entire world. <laughs> So, it, to me, I, if I had seen, you know, these in order, I'm sure I would have had the reverse effect where I was like, oh, jeez, what happened to you? But I feel like seeing Witches' Night Out first, it was kind of like, oh, okay, Bazooie's just kind of, you know,
0: off the wall, goofy, you know. It, well, well, the same happened crazy. to me, and I think the same happened to a lot of people yeah. who will be listening to this as they discover this a lot later. But I don't know, like when Bazooie first showed up, he had that... His voice was a little different. It was a little more high pitched and it was a little more kind of reminded me of
1: Poochie.
0: Ah, Bazooie, you dabba When Bazooey's not on the screen, everyone should be asking, Where's Bazoie? <laughs>
1: <laughs> there the the, the I, I will say this, the lack of steamed hams in this special really just cheesed me off.
0: Oh, it definitely needed more steamed hams.
1: I hate to use just, uh, you know, bad words on this show, but I was really, really ticked off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's just one of those things where they were like, well, we don't like the way his voice sounds. So we're going to just like screw around and change it.
0: And we will get to that but later just, because he sort of gets to a yeah. point where he sounds more like the bazoie
1: we know. Right. So here's my question. Now, Bazooie is supposed to be like like their friend, their babysitter. But do the adults like it I know they acknowledge him at times, but are they like is he like a Pete you know, an Artie on Pete and Pete where they're just like, Oh, okay, we like him. You know, we don't really know anything about him.
0: I think so. I <laughs> or is mean, he just kind of- Yeah, I don't know, because he's in with the group of adults when they're taking role later. Yeah. So they do acknowledge him as an adult, as a citizen of their town, so
1: Yeah.
0: He's just the weird hippie dude. He's he's a young adult. Yeah. He's the representative ah, of the young adult in this uh scenario.
1: Yes. He's essentially what you want to become when you become an adult.
0: When you're a kid, absolutely. Yes. Because then you have the, the, the grumpy adults, you have rotten and malicious and Rotten's voice is different in this one. It's Dan Aykroyd's voice in this one. Yeah, He doesn't have his, his grovely New York accent yet that he had from Witches. Here he's just hey. a dumb jerk. It's cold. What are yeah. you going to do about it?
1: Hey, go give me a pizza. Yeah. We're in Canada. <laughs> I'm clearly Canadian. What? Get out of here. <laughs> um, You know, with the name of Rotten and Malicious, you'd expect them to be in much better moods. But, know. uh, nah, they're just. I, I, I don't know, man. They must have just not had their coffee that morning.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know. They, yeah. Their sarcasm button wasn't on today. Oh. Nope. <laughs> there it is. Malicious is up there. What do you know about winter? And just tell that to the kids. <laughs> That's the underlying theme of yeah. both of these specials the magic of children. And the, the adults are just all <laughs> one dimensional and don't take the kids seriously as they should this is a rotten adult. This is a malicious adult. And then we have Goodly, also Dan Aykroyd's voice in this one. Uh, his, his very BS politician, we need to take action and organize. And I didn't appreciate his character as a kid, but now I think Goodly's hilarious. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I, uh, you know, I seeing this for the first time, I... I really just wanted to hate him, and I was like, ah, okay, fine. <laughs> he's just a dad. Yeah, that's it. He's, he's just a he's just, he's just community-involved dad. Mm-hmm. Like, he he is, like, honestly, for anyone watching or listening to this and has never seen this um, special, imagine every, you know, kind of goofy dad in a 1980s sitcom, and that's essentially what he was playing. In fact, this is – oh, what if every, you know, network sat down and said, all right, we need more dads like this.
0: Let's do it. Could be. You're on to yeah. something here. I like that theory. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I have a good idea every once in a while.
0: <laughs> and then rounding out the adult cast, we have nicely just the, the, the kind motherly figure who supports yep. both. Well, everybody really. But gives Goodly the, more, the most support when he just kind of peters out, I guess.
1: Also voiced by Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my question. Okay. I Jeez, I feel like I'm doing more questions no, than I should. No, that's okay. Tantents are welcome. Oh, good. So here's my thing is we meet some other characters along the way. And I got to know, do you have a favorite uh, side character in this Because I kind of hope we're on the same page here. Is it it the tree with the lisp? Yes! Yes. It is!
0: Maple and Spruce. The other trees were sleeping, but uh, they don't talk about it. It's just (laughs) they decided this is how these trees are talking.
1: Spruce! Mm Spruce! Wake up, Spruce! Mm -hmm.
0: Come on, Spruce, wake up! Mm -hmm. We've got a couple of lost kids here. Oh, that's nice, Maple. That's nice.
1: And it's wonderful. Yes. You know what? It could have very well been the first two gay characters in an animated movie. It could be. You
0: could be right there. You could be onto something. You know what? Yeah. Because
1: honestly, I mean, like you said, they didn't really touch on it, but Dan, let's let's be fair. Dan's kind of doing a um, a very very <laughs> feminine voice, and if if that voice was to be done on a cartoon now, there would be total hell. To pay.
0: Probably. I don't know. It depends on the network. Yeah. but
1: Oh, yeah, good point.
0: It could go either way with them, but he was definitely thinking that. And if he just dialed that a little up, he he would have been in Paul Lynn territory. So. Oh, gosh. How amazing would that be? That would be pretty amazing. <laughs> this way, children.
1: Can we talk about that? The other trees?
0: It's just, okay, the kids explain. Yeah. First, let's go back. Let's go back. And... They're complaining about winter because we're in a world where snow doesn't exist and winter is just Mm -mm. cold and miserable and malicious goes winter's winter and there's nothing we can do about it and rotten chimes in well maybe we can go see winter and punch him in the face and that gives Goodly the idea well let's go to the Ministry of Winter which exists in this world Uh and file a formal complaint. Sounds reasonable. And Bazooie says, we'll have a protest march. So (laughs) they all decide as a group to trudge up this mountain and visit the Ministry of Winter and say, hey, stop making winter terrible, please. (laughs) Uh, But they tell Small and Tender they want to go, too. They want to be part of this. Uh They said, no, you are not allowed to come. You stay home with mom and dad. We will be home by Christmas. Mm-hmm. But Small and Tender decide to trek out on their own and meet up with the adults. Mm-hmm. And then they get lost in the woods, and these trees come to life and help them um, when they when they start to get lost and kind of cry and ask for help. Mm-hmm. So the kids explain their protest march, and the trees are on board. They watch over the kids overnight, and then the next morning, they lead them in the right direction by whispering, This way! This way! Just listen to the trees, we'll show
1: you the way. This way. This way this, way. this way. and somehow
0: that's helpful and not
1: terrifying <laughs> nope not at all it's it's canada remember so i mean everything up there is nice well i got an immediate friday the 13th vibe
0: from that but this happened before friday the 13th <laughs> good point we ventured in the horror movie territory that quickly ah see
1: <laughs> you know uh I, I i'm a sucker for you know happy cheery characters so you know right off the bat the fact that they were like happy you know helpful trees and they were you know so crudely drawn i couldn't just i, I couldn't really sit there and make fun of them all i could do was go oh look how happy they are they're so happy to be trees <laughs> like these are the things i say when i'm watching like 45 year old cartoons hey man yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: I'm never going to live that comment down. <laughs> it's immortalized now. Forever. It's out there on the internet. Oh. Uh. So the adults are heading up to see Winter, and Rotten uh, decides that a little dynamite might be effective. So he and Malicious are planning a terrorist attack yes. on Winter, and just no one says anything. Well, they don't tell anybody, but I mean that's their idea of getting winter not to suck anymore to, to, to plan a terror attack on a ministry
1: of winter. Absolutely. I mean, Hey, that makes sense. I think, (laughs) right. I, geez. So, okay. So if, if, oh dear gosh. So if they were going to blow up the ministry of winter, wouldn't that just make him more angry and, you know, make him suck even more? Like, he, he'd be like, well, you know, these a-holes wanted to, you know, blow me up. Guess what? I'm burying you in, like, 800 feet of snow. That's... <laughs> well, no, snow doesn't exist yet.
0: I mean, they might do that. He might just, like, all right, here's snow, and it's terrible. Ah, okay, okay. Or we're just going to crank up the wind. It's just going to be super
1: windy, awful winter. But wait! If snow doesn't exist, what if that was their plan of getting more snow? Ooh. Like, they're playing a little mind games there. They're like, you know what? Oh. We got an idea. You guys go be positive and follow your stupid complaints. We got an idea.
0: Could be. I don't know. That That's a tall order for, yeah. for a rotten thought. Ah, good point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, okay. they'd, they'd have to think about other people. And they don't really... Uh, these... Ah, oh, jeez. A lot of the characters in here don't really think about their actions. I get that it's a cartoon
0: no well they're one dimensional they they all have one feeling at all times
1: i'm which brings up another thing i wanted to see if you got a uh similar vibe off okay uh what was that um uh that pixar movie with like rage and all that inside out inside out anger yes yep did you see any inspiration oh, from here oh, on wow Oh, I did
0: not make that connection until right now. Well, yeah. I, well, the f- They're all one color. They all have one emotion. Oh, man. That's good. Yeah. Well done. Thank
1: you. It had to have been in the back of somebody's mind. I, you know it did. You know, I mean, they have so many great minds there. I guarantee you, someone said, well, what if we took this concept and just, you know, made it even more. You know broader or that's not the right word but you know what i'm saying like it kind of makes sense i mean this is a good idea for characters i mean it really is it really i you know is. we were talking about how you know crude they look but i mean it really open it it has a lot of go- it, there it's a good idea
0: essentially it really is yeah. and, and it goes over well here it goes over well and in with inside out yeah. We were supposed to be inside out for halloween as a family and then my kid decides <laughs> in september I want to be Rainbow Dash for Halloween. What? No, no. (laughs) And then the other one's like, we want to be PJ Masks. So we were everything except Inside Out. PJ Masks is this show on Disney Junior. It's three kids who, at nighttime, they're in their PJs, and they go out and fight crime with their superpowers, enabled by their PJs, I guess. Okay. And it's a cute show, and that's what we were for Halloween. And then (laughs) my one daughter and my wife were both My Little Pony characters.
1: Oh, okay. All right. That's
0: pretty sweet. I dig that. So no Inside Out. Uh, Yeah, my oldest one wants to to try again for Inside Out next year, so Mm -hmm. fingers crossed. Hope so. Back to here, we have the kids uh, on their way up the mountain, and they're, like, saying aloud, step, step, step steppity step, and it's very... (laughs) A and then the adults are going tromp, 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 tromp with meaning. <laughs> and it did not sound like tromp. And that threw me off at first. Down uh-huh. with winner! Yippee, yippee!
1: You get that too? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly where you're going with that. Um, so That was fun. <laughs> yeah, a protest
0: march! Oh, no!
1: <laughs> a joke that
0: only makes uh-huh. sense in 2017, yep. and not any time before. Nope. Or after. <laughs> well, I take that back. I hope not. I hope not either. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. And then their tromp turns into a less enthusiastic tramp, and then a trudge. Tramp, 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 tramp. trudge, trudge, trudge. And then... The kids finally catch up with the adults, and the only ones left who didn't turn back are our core cast of Goodly, Nicely, Rotten, Malicious, and Bazooie. Mm-hmm. And then this is the point where everybody's like, Small and Tender, what are you doing here? <laughs> they, they don't even notice at first that they're there. No, no. Goodly's taking role. He's just like, "It's uh, I'm here, Goodly, and Nicely, mm-hmm. Bazooie, Small and Tender, Rotten, and Malicious. Small and Tender? What? Which, which was a nice little bit. Yeah, And then this is the point where Bazooie takes charge of the kids and all of a sudden he sounds like himself again in Witch's Night Out. Just right there. It's just like, don't worry kids, I'll take care of you. And this yeah. is the point where his voice sounds like himself again
1: not my wee muffins, come come my little prunes, you just stick with me and I'll make sure no harm befalls you. I, again I'm wondering if it's like one of those things where the voice actor just it took a while for them to get comfortable but you know yeah it it, it definitely sounds it's no longer you know wrong sounding muppets it, it sounds more on cue. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so
0: there it is. Yes, everything's wrong-sounding Muppets if you squint. That's true. With your ears, I don't know. With your ear, <laughs> squint with your ears. Sure, just kind of cut your ear the right way, and everything just starts to sound like wrong-sounding Muppets. Mm-hmm. Just like our voices be- will be when we listen back to this.
1: When we, m- you, you should mix it around this point, so we just sound like, uh, you know, just bad Muppets. So we just sound <laughs> like.
0: <laughs> so Christmas Eve arrives and they arrive at the at the, oh. they arrive <laughs> at the Ministry true. of Winter on Christmas Eve a mostly empty building in the middle of a mountain and then all the doors in the building are also onomatopoetic and they just go mm-hmm. creak, slam mm-hmm. which was a nice touch this is the life they live, they, they live everyone has one feeling and everything makes human noises
1: it's all, it's some, it's a, everything has an affect.
0: Yes. Pretty much. And then another underlying theme about this, and I think witches, but definitely mostly this, is just the Ministry of Winter is a very bureaucratic place. It's, do you have an appointment? You have to have an appointment.
1: Nerd.
0: We want to see Winter. You can't do that. Winter doesn't see people. <laughs> <laughs> you have to see the Secretary of Cold. I loved the Secretary. Which I want that to be my band name. We are the Secretary of Cold. The Secretary of Cold. And this song is called Witch Magic.
1: <laughs> how Witch magic how <laughs> yes! Oh my God! Use it for your I would, come, I would drive down to Florida just to see you guys perform right. that song. <laughs> I'm booking my flight right now.
0: I want to run for Secretary of Cold. Well, no, Secretary is something that's appointed, I guess. Is it? Can I run for Winter?
1: I don't know. Yeah, you can. Cool. Why not? All right. Just just start going around saying I'm I'm the Secretary of Cold, and just see who believes you after a while. There it is.
0: I'll file out an application form and yeah, and
1: just like these folks do, Mm -hmm. which they're very polite about. Like they don't really put up a big fuss about it. Well, it's Canada. Yeah, so they're just like, well, you know, they gotta do their jobs. You know, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they meet this Secretary of Cold who's some kind of blue iceberg creature, also one color, mm-hmm. in librarian glasses, and she's in some kind of switchboard room with a bunch of phones directing the weather. No, but winter is far too busy on Christmas Eve directing the weather, and they get stuck filling out this pile of forms. Because they're really trying to to throw that point home that like this is what adults do.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah, and let's be fair. You know, one hundred percent of the time you're an adult, you just end up filling out forms. You're not so wrong. it all makes sense.
0: I remember the last time I bought a car, we were in there for like four hours fell, oh. filling out these forms. But I got a yep. car at the end. I got a car at the end. I, I paid for the car. <laughs> I'm still paying for the car. And it's not like I, got, I won a car. You, Yeah, you co-bought a car. You, I mean, if you did win a car, you'd still have to fill out forms.
1: Oh, jeez. I don't even, you know, I've never won a car. I don't think I'd want to win a car just based off how many forms I'd have no, to fill no. out. I would just be like, oh, I'm just going to turn around and, you know, sell this anyway. Who cares?
0: <laughs> so. Yeah, one of my old girlfriends did end up winning a car. Well, after we were dating, of course. Sure. Couldn't have that kind of luck when I was with her, but she ended up winning a car. She was on the show and I bet she ended up selling it. And it's just like, I can't afford this. Exactly. Still have to pay insurance. Come on. Right. Still have to pay insurance and tax. Mm-hmm. So she ended up filling out a bunch of forms on both sides of that. Oh, no, thank you. And then while all the all the grown ups and the kids are filling out forms, Bazili, who's only barely an adult, starts checking out the equipment and decides I'm going to press this red button. And that was mm-hmm. his old man, Winter. And he's like, what do you want now? <laughs> and Bazooie does the best to go along with it. Well, there are some people here who have a complaint. Send them in here. That's all it took. That's all it took. All, all of these people saying, you can't see Winter. All it took was, nope, send in.
1: Yeah, I don't care. I'm angry, but, you know, eh, let's get this crap over with. Send them in. And all it took was Bazooie just, like, screwing around with buttons. Boop. They could have just sent Bazooie. Well, maybe don't make the button that rings winter
0: the big red one that's by itself, guys.
1: That's true. True. We all know. That's not how my phone works. Exactly. I mean, we all know. I mean, if you see a button in a room, you're going to press the big red one. Yep. I, what is it going to do? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it matters. Start a
0: Staples commercial. That's what it does. Oh, yes. That was easy. <laughs> so Goodly decides that this is something he has to do because it's a job for a man. Bam. Which you could say in 1974. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rotten and Malicious brought the dynamite. They're ready to blow this thing sky high. Uh-huh. So while they're off... Mm-hmm
1: nope The winter's not
0: gonna suck anymore while they're just oh they do end up lighting it actually now that I think about it yep we'll get to how that ends up later but but goodly and nicely go in and file the complaint winter is cold, dreary, and terrible we want you to make winter nicer do it do it and how does winter respond how dare you there is no power on earth that can change winter if we had changed things would be different Nope. Which I love that line and how dumb it is. Mm -hmm.
1: Change the very idea. If we had changed, things would be different. Then where would we be? hmm? (laughs) It is. (laughs) It's so terrible. (laughs) But Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So he sends the adults out, and Bazooie and the kids sneak into Winter's chamber, Mm -hmm. just as Rotten lights the fuse. So this is happening at the same time. No one notices either one. Well, Winter does notice the kids or hears them, and it's just like... And and sweet little tender says, "'Winter must be mean to make Winter so awful.'" Mm -hmm. And Bazooie explains, "'Maybe he's unhappy. Maybe he's lonely.'" Mm Mm-hmm. "'Gee, Bazooie, does Winter even have a mommy and daddy?'
1: That line killed me. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Maybe he's unhappy. Maybe he's lonely. That kind of thing hurts, you know, and sometimes causes meanness. You mean he doesn't have any friends? Well, gosh, nobody likes winter. Yeah, I mean, how would you feel if nobody liked you? Wow, even lonely and daddy? Does winter have a daddy?
0: Well, and it killed winter because suddenly he makes it snow by crying. Yeah, pretty much. And we have our snow. Wow, Zappa doozy! What's this? It melted his heart, and he's yes. no longer the scary winter warlock from Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh no. <laughs>
1: you know uh I will say this the one thing that I kind of um noticed with um the the one little girl uh is it tender tender small tender. and tender okay. yeah she said, uh, all I could think of was man um Gilda Radner sounded a lot like Jenny Slate <laughs> or maybe Jenny Slate sounds a lot like uh Gilda Radner well that was not yeah she does sound like Jenny Slate yeah.
0: Which is great for animation. What did we just watch last night that she was in? Oh, the kids and I, we watched... Oh, Lego Batman movie. She was something. Oh!
1: Oh! You know, well, uh, that's a a talk for another show, but I am so in love with Lego Batman. What a great, fun movie. That was good. My wife and I saw that on Valentine's
0: Day. (sighs) uh, We've been waiting for it to come on demand to show the kids because we're like, oh, the kids were going to love this so much. And they did. Well, two of them... Passed out before it was over, but my oldest stayed up and she loved it. They all, I mean, no, my son stayed awake.
1: He loved it too. The middle one was just out. You know, there's not a lot of Batman movies that you can watch with your family. Um, Like I know, uh, you you know, uh, we were talking about CT earlier and, uh, you know, I know he told me that, you know, there are some Batman movies. He he doesn't feel comfortable showing his kids or I can see that, you know, whatever the case may be. And I, I, you know, I'm a Batman fanatic and I understand that. But Lego Batman was just, oh, that was made for everybody. It was kids, adults, you know, uh, it was it was perfect.
0: Yeah, they did a phenomenal job on that. Uh, But that was not Gilda Radner doing the voice of Tender. That was Valerie Bromfield. Mm, Okay. Who I'm going to have to... We're looking her up now. Okay. Hit that Google machine. If only there was a way. (music) Valerie Bromfield. It's a Canadian comedian, actor, writer, and television producer who started her career as one half of a the comedy team with Dan Aykroyd. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, she was a regular character, Debbie Smith, on The David Letterman Show. Uh, she was Doris on Mr. Mom. Oh okay. oh, okay. Doris on Mr. Mom. Yes. Bringing it back to Batman. <laughs> uh, John, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, all right. Here we go. She was Nurse Molly on Camp Candy. Do you remember Camp Candy? Yes, I do. Yep. All right. And then she she was also various voices on Animaniacs and Tiny Toons. Okay. So she's the voice of Tender in both this and Witch's Night Out. Mm -hmm. And she was also the voice of the Secretary of Cold. But Gilda Radner was nicely and malicious. And anybody else in this one? I think just, well, the narrator at the beginning.
1: Yeah.
0: uh, But that was it. Then you had Jerry Salzberg as Small, Bazooie, Winter, and, and Spruce. Spruce. <laughs> spruce the tree.
1: You know, I mean, considering the tools they had, I, I think the voice acting was pretty solid. It, I, I shouldn't say solid, but it, it was pretty impressive for what they were able to do. Oh, yeah. You can have a very low-budget animated movie and just have the worst voice acting in the world. And, oh, gosh, I, I mean... I I can't tell you how many low budget cartoons I've seen, and I just was like, ah, <laughs> yep. "That's atrocious." I mean, animation and voice acting. Um, for those who, you know, for uh, like, I'll I'll give an example. There was a uh, an adult animated cartoon called uh, "The Dirty Duck," and it was literally it looked like worse. It, it looked slightly better than this, um, but like the voice <laughs> acting was just so atrocious. And, um, Oh, and just it, sounds like so uh, is the but, material. So it all fits. Yeah. Well, exactly. But like the voice acting was pretty good. And, you know, like we said, you know, I, my guess is, you know, Gilda and Dan and, you know, we're just getting comfortable, you know, with who they were as performers. So, I mean, it, they did pretty good, I think.
0: Yeah, they really did. they all hit it out of the park in this one. Uh, and it showed, Mm-hmm. especially in this scene where, where winter starts making it snow by crying. And, Uh, someone asked, do you, do you know what this white stuff is? (laughs) Uh, and the secretary of cold says, no, the answer is no. The answer (laughs) is no.
1: Snow, snow,
0: beautiful (laughs) snow, Small says. So that's how we, we call it snow.
1: You know what this stuff is? Uh, No. What did he say? His answer is no. The answer is snow. Snow is beautiful. Snow, beautiful
0: snow, beautiful snow, beautiful snow. (laughs) Which makes actually a world of sense. Yeah, it does, actually. (laughs) That probably took the most writing out of this whole special.
1: The whole budget went just for that line. All right, okay, why do they
0: call this snow? And boom, the answer is no. The answer is snow? Yep. And Winter starts laughing tears of snow again and just everyone sleds back down the mountain in time for christmas
1: which i take issue with because it took them like days yeah days maybe even weeks Yeah, maybe even a week you're telling me they just slid down and like they're there in five minutes I, i i buy it you buy it
0: okay just because i've trudged up a mountain and then slid down well i don't know oh i don't know i mean and it had a lot to do with their spirits and everybody just Mm. the group kind of decided oh why did we leave no we need to go back home we're turning around and then it was only to them so sure oh okay a lot of factors were in play there i guess i can see that and it could just be the magic of winter now that he's happy it's good to laugh it's good to cry and he has this whole i'm gonna i'm gonna cut it out and put it in here
1: oh it's good to laugh it's good to cry. It makes me feel so free. <laughs> oh, it's good to laugh. It's good to cry. It's ever so good to be me.
0: It's a wonderful little thing. So they all slide down to a now snowy mountain home in time for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that ends our... Gift of Winter special, which they're remaking. I just found out this year. Oh, that—that oh, that adds a new wrinkle. It does. They're remaking this one. They are not remaking *Witches' Night Out*, but they're putting together a direct sequel to it called *Return of the Witch*. Have you seen this? Oh,
1: I have not. I got to be honest. Um, okay. It may have come up in, like, you know, in a conversation, but you know, I—I I don't. I, no wait no 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 I think you me and a couple other friends were talking about it on Twitter now that I'm you know probably Sammy Haynes since uh
0: yep. he's the one who sent you that because I think he's the one who told me about it too
1: yeah Sammy
0: loves good on you Sammy Sammy's a great guy I don't I don't want to imagine Twitter without Sammy no. But if you're listening to this and you just got super excited about these characters coming back, be sure to check out the website AnyTownSeries.com. I Mm -hmm. I guess they're calling these characters the AnyTown characters. Yep. Which kind of makes sense. Which they never brought up in either special, but it makes sense. AnyTown, and they all have their emotional names. Yeah, I kind of dig that. It, It looks like a pretty ambitious project. They have specials lined up. They have those two. And then they have another special lined up for Thanksgiving. They're doing a New Year's one, and they're doing a Valentine's Day one. Whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. What
0: did you just say? They are doing a Thanksgiving special called Please Pass the Thanks.
1: So Sammy, can, we need to make sure that uh, Sammy didn't just pass out. Uh, <laughs> we need to make sure that no matter... Check on Sammy. Someone please check on Sammy. Um, Sammy and I are both huge, 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 huge Thanksgiving fans. So the fact that we're getting a Thanksgiving special, that one I did not know, or at least not that I remembered. Let's bring Thanksgiving back to
0: the limelight besides yes. just a couple of parades. <clears throat> hey man, I know you love the parade. I love the parade. <laughs> I grew up with the, the, the channel six Philadelphia parade. Oh, oh! I mean, it, it was a treat. That was the only parade I knew growing up Yeah, nearby. And then the Macy's parade uh, mm. is the only one that I can get down here. So I miss the old one. The, the nice sure. thing about the Philly parade is the ending right. with, okay, you have the Macy's Day parade, which is wonderful. And I'm glad that I get to watch that. But mm-hmm. it ends with Santa Claus just on his float waving and goodbye. And now some dogs. But the Philly Parade has this huge finale. The Philly Parade ends in front of the art museum. Mm Mm-hmm. Ah. So Santa arrives, gets off his sleigh, and goes up the Rocky Steps. And there's a choir there, and they make a whole production of This is the End of the Parade Now.
1: You're full of it. That is not
0: real. No, no. it is real, and it is spectacular. (laughs) Every parade needs to end at the Rocky Steps.
1: I would agree with that. Yeah, that that sounds pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. I would totally be in on that. Yeah. If
0: you can get it and you can probably watch it online uh, and you can do a little bit of both. I dabble in both mm-hmm. now that I can watch the Philly Parade online. Oh, nice. So they got a special lined up for Thanksgiving. They got a special lined up for New Year's and a special lined up for Valentine's Day. These look very intriguing. That's uh, awesome. I love that. They, they, they make me want to cry snow. Hey. And if people want to make you cry snow, Chad, where can they find you?
1: Uh, they can, uh, find me at the horror movie, barbecue.com. It's a blog where I just, you know, I don't talk a lot about grilling or horror movies. I just, <laughs> I, I usually just, uh, talk about my favorite things in the world, which, are, you know, I just, I have a, a lot of interest. So I try to kind of, you know, put that to, uh, to words, um, find me on Twitter where I'm always uh, you know posting something ridiculous um, at twitter.com/ horror movie barbecue uh, Instagram and there's also facebook facebook.com/ horror movie barbecue uh, stop by um, tell me you liked uh, what you heard today at least on Mike's end and uh, you know maybe we can uh, talk about Thanksgiving maybe some Christmas we'll talk about some good uh, Christmas stuff
0: you know excellent chad thank you again for joining me today on this dangerous adventure this was fun
1: this was a lot of fun and i am so grateful i got to be a part of it man thank you so much i can't wait to hear the other episodes absolutely
0: you are welcome back anytime but for now good night everybody good night next time in the advent calendar house a look at another classic christmassy cereal commercial ho 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 i'm huh Hungry. Joey O is back as we try to answer the question, how do cavemen know about Christmas? Defying the laws of space and time and the Gregorian calendar. (laughs) You can find this show at adventcalendar.house and on Twitter at adventcalhouse. Please watch out for the icy patch.